This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Parshas Vayeshev Tavshin Ayintes. This week we learn about the parsha of Mechiris Yasef, of the Shiftika, the Shvatim, selling the brother Yasef. What a difficult parsha to understand. The Shvatim were tremendous, tremendous tzaddikim. And yet the Torah tells us the story, obviously, it's something we have to learn from. The Meshach Chachma in Sefer Shemais brings a very interesting Gemara, a Yerushalmi in Shkolem, Perik Beis Alacha Gimel, which says as follows, You sold the firstborn child of Rachel, Basim Kasef, for 20 pieces of silver, 20 pieces of silver, And therefore you will have to give money 20 shkalim, five shkalim to redeem the firstborn son. And this is very difficult to understand. Can you imagine what the Gemara is telling us, the Yashami is telling us? We do so many things as a tikkun for Mechir Yasef. There's a special piyat we say on Yom Kippur about the Sari Rugi Malchus. And even a, a longer version on Tishabav and the Kinnah of a Sari Rugi Malchus. The ten Sadiqim who were killed and that was because of Mechiris Yasef, of the ten brothers selling Yasef. And we constantly do things to rectify. And the Gemara says, the whole Indian opinion of Ben is to rectify the brothers selling Yasef. The Meshach Chachma asks, and many other ask, how does that make sense? After all, if this whole purpose is to rectify Mechiris Yasef, why does Ruvain have to redeem his firstborn? Reuven wasn't for this. Reuven wasn't even there. And what about Binyamin? Binyamin had nothing to do with this whole thing. And yet, Shev Binyamin has to redeem the firstborn. And what about the children of Yosef, Menashe and Ephraim? They have to redeem the firstborn? Because of Mechir's Yosef? Because their father was sold? How could that be? And perhaps, most incredulous of all, who does the money go to? Shevet Levi? Shevet Levi, who Rashi explains was together with Shimon, the instigators of Mechiris Yasef? So if you imagine the scenario, the children of Shevet Yasef, of Menashe, <clears throat> of Menashe and Ephraim, they have to redeem the firstborn and give the money to Levi, to Shevet Levi. How could that be? And the Meshach Chochmah learns a completely different shot because of that. And the many swarm grapple with this issue. Rav Mordechai Druk from Yerushalayim in the Sefer Drush Mordechai brings a beautiful thought. And he says, there's a mistake sometimes a parent or a Rebbe can make. You walk into a room and you see two kids. One kid's crying, another one's standing there. And each one's saying, the other one's fighting with me. Sometimes a person has a tendency to ask the person who's not crying, why is he crying? What did you do to him? But that's not always accurate. Oftentimes, the kid who's crying started up with the one who's not crying. It just so happens to be the one who's not crying is stronger than the kid who is crying. Doesn't make the crying kid right. And if Druk explains in the Maisa Mechiris Yasef, just because at the end Yasef was sold, doesn't mean it was only the brothers who were wrong. 
as the Chumash tells us, and the Gemara tells us, that Yosef would go around with Dibas Ra saying negative things about his brothers to his father. And therefore there was a sin among them. There was a sin among the brothers. And therefore Yosef was sold. Says Rav Jok that the Yerushalmi is telling us that all the brothers were involved. All the brothers were involved in this sinna. And therefore all the brothers need to rectify it. Even Ruvain, even Binyamin, and yes, even the children of Yosef. Because even though at the end Yosef was sold down to a triumph, but it was done by the brothers, also instigated by Yosef himself. The only question left to understand is, why is the money then going to Levi? And he explains beautifully that you look at the source of anything to find out the essence of it. The first time something's mentioned in Tyra is where you can understand the essence of that matter. Where do we find the first brothers in the Tyra? Cain and Hevel. And we know that didn't work out very well. And a brother killing his brother. And as far as say, that brothers, from that point on, the point of brothers is to rectify that sinna, because brothers should be very, very close with each other. In fact, we say in Shir Shir, the Pasuk tells us, Mi ka'achli, who will give me such a brother? And the Medrash says, what brother are you referring to? Kain and Havel? Yitzchak and Yishmol? Yaakov and Esau, who are you referring to? And it says, referring to Moshe and Aaron. As the Pesach says, How wonderful it is for brothers to live together in peace and in harmony and in goodness. Who's that referring to? Moshe and Aaron. Why? Because since Cain and Hevel, there has not been a set of brothers who got along with each other. Not Cain and Hevel, not Yitzchak and Yishmal, not Yaakov and Esav, and not the Shvatim. Now, of course, we have Menashe and Ephraim who got along very well. But Menashe and Ephraim each had different goals. One was learning the whole time, and one was busy with Askanis, with community work. So there was no competition there. But the first time we see competition between two brothers is when Hashem tells Moshe to go and take the Jews out of Mitzrayim, while Aaron was already the leader of Kaisal. Moshe argues with Hashem for seven days. Rashi explains why was he arguing with him? He didn't want to go and usurp his brother. He didn't want to take a position of greatness more than his brother. And what is this Hashem's response to Misha? Don't worry about bro- your brother. Because your brother, your brother's coming out to greet you. He will see you. He's happy in his heart. How amazing it is that Aaron, who's there with the Eden all these years, over 60 years, he's a leader of Klai Yisrael. And now his brother is going to come in, his brother's going to take over. Therefore, in Shevet Levi itself, there's a split. Shevet Levi does not have to give money for the pigeon, Aben. But they don't get money either. They're out of the picture. They rectified Shimon and um, Kain and Havel, the problem with the brothers. But that's it. They just rectified it. Aaron who goes and he's being usurped, his position is being taken over by his brother, and still, the Pesach could tell, tell us, he was happy in his heart. He wasn't pretending. 
he was genuinely happy in his heart for his brother, says Hashem, that's the brother I'm looking for. And therefore, not only does Aaron not have to give the money for the pity of Ben, but Aaron, in fact, receives the money for the pity of Ben. What a lesson we can learn. And what the Gemara wants us to learn, the Gemara in Shkalm is encouraging us to learn, a pity of Ben from Mechiris Yasef, how important it is for brothers to get along, not just for brothers to be happy with each other. There was a Misa in the base of Medrash of Rabbi Kiv Eger. They were leaning. And there was a problem with the Sefer Torah. So they're looking, the Gabe is looking, trying to figure out if it's kosher or not. And the Rav immediately comes over, Rabbi Kiv Eger comes over, and he starts to look inside the Sefer Torah. He's looking at it and looking at it. He asks the Gabe, please bring this Sefer over, and he starts to look at it. Then he asks the Gabe to bring a certain other Sefer then the Gabi says, please, I have a safer in my house, and I'll sleep. Please go quickly and get the safer. Comes back, he's looking at it. Then the Rav says, I don't think we can use the safer tire. And they took out a different one to use. Later on, the Gabi came over to the Rav and says, I don't understand. It, it was puzzle. It's so open and closed case. For sure it's puzzle. So the looks at him and says, what don't you understand? The safer of this safer tire, the one who wrote the safer tire, He's diving with, with us in the shul. Could you imagine we come to something and right away say, it's possible? Do you know how he's going to feel? I therefore went, even though it took time from everybody, and made it look like that I'm searching and trying to understand if it's possible or not, because it's not so clear that it's possible. So this cipher shouldn't have the pain. It's very easy to get along with somebody when you agree with them. And when you're always, you think you're right. When you know you're right, that's how important it is at that point to go and make sure that you don't make someone else feel bad. And that's especially important by two brothers who are always together and have so much in common to go and make sure that they learn this lesson from Mechir Yasef and to always, always get along. Have a wonderful Shabbat. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.